Lee Vaughn sat in a car with one of her best friends, staring at the imposing Beach Cliff house where her mystery date was supposed to take place tonight. As she kept staring, she swallowed, hard. Margot spoke from the driver's seat. Last night, I dreamt I went to Manderley again. Lee pulled her gaze away from the house. What? That's the first line from Rebecca. Margot raised a well-manicured brow, turning her light green-blue gaze to Lee. Her high cheekbones and tousled, layered dark hair gave her a look that fell somewhere between a pixie and a wild child, but her designer-knit dress was all high class. Don't you get a certain vibe from this place? Just like the narrator in that book did after she found out her new husband's first wife, Rebecca, pretty much haunted Manderley. Lee wished she hadn't brought Miss Cal U English major with her. Better yet, she just wished that Margot would lay off teasing her about tonight. Some moral support would be nice right about now. It's only a date, Lee said, echoing the words that had been going through her head all day. She wasn't sure if she was just trying to shut Margot up or calm herself down. A date, Margot said a sparkle in her gaze, in a huge gothic house, and with a man who won't tell you who he is. Why don't you make this sound even more intimidating, Marg? Because I'm not nervous enough. Maybe you should be very nervous. Margot gave an ooh-how-scary look to the mansion that loomed above them at the end of the gated driveway under the dusk-burnished November sky. When Mystery Man bought your basket at the charity auction, I didn't think you'd actually go through with this. But you've surprised me, Lee. Maybe you've got a little adventure in you after all. Adventure. Good God, that was what she'd come here for, wasn't it? She followed Margot's gaze toward that gray stone mansion again, with its imposing balconies and arches. The man who was waiting for Lee in there had spent $5,000 to win her basket about a month ago during a reunion for her college sorority, Tau Epsilon Gamma, and its counterpart, the agricultural business-centered fraternity, Phi Rho Mu. Lee took in a deep breath. Even back in college, smack in the middle of the rural San Joaquin Valley, she'd never done something this crazy. Not during pledging, not during all their parties, never. True, she, Margot, and their friend Danny had been good-time girls, best friends enjoying their youth, but that was when the silliness was supposed to end, after they graduated and became adults. But no. She and Margot just had to go and put on that auction at the 10-year reunion. They'd just had to hold out for the highest bids on all those baskets that contained materials for a date with the women who'd created them. Margot had called her basket Around the Girl in 80 Ways. And, after her spicy encounters with the man who'd purchased the basket, her arch-enemy from college, of all people, she'd ended up getting engaged to him. Lee had taken a sweeter route. She'd stayed true to the wholesome country girl Tao image and named her basket a taste of honey. She'd intended to give whoever won it a down-home dinner laced with the main ingredient. And 
maybe more, depending who bought the basket. But she hadn't expected what happened next. A fellow sorority sister, Beth Darling, had been the highest bidder, and she'd revealed that she was acting as a liaison for a man who refused to disclose his identity. Lee would have never guessed that she was eventually going to end up in front of a mansion that belonged in some kind of it-was-a-dark-and-stormy-night book. She slid down in her seat. I can't believe you got me into this, Marg. Me? How? As Margo waited for an answer, Lee realized that she'd been plucking at the seam of her jeans and she stopped.